Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. footy uh, well the MLS Cup playoffs continue to roll on we've got the conference finals coming up this weekend and yesterday MLS announced their best 11 for the 2023 season here's a look at the players who made that list we've got Roman Berkey from St. Louis at goalkeeper uh, defenders Matt Miazga he was a defender of the year Tim Parker from St. Louis and Walker Zimmerman of Nashville in the midfield Lucho Acosta the MVP Tiago Almada Hector Herrera and Hani Mukhtar, last year's Golden Boot winner and MVP. And up top, we've got Denny Buwanga of LAFC. He won the Golden Boot. Georgios Giacomakis, who was the newcomer of the year. And Kuchar, Cucho Hernandez from the Columbus I like Kuchar. Kuchar, Kuchar sounds Kuchar. so much better. Kuchar. Kuchar. Kuchar Hernandez. I have to say, looking at this list, I, I, re- I didn't really have an issue with any of these players making the best 11, but I yeah, I knew <laughs> that there was going to be uh, some arguments made. Hit him, Nico. You're our MLS expert. Yeah. I, I, before I get into this, and I understand that there's restrictions based on voting because certain players that like fit in that ambiguous category can be mm-hmm. chosen only as either midfielders or forwards. I digress. <laughs> I'm gonna send, I'm gonna send some candidates for team of the year out that way. And, and you give me, uh, ooh, maybe we should consider him. Yeah, ready? Yeah. Okay, sure. Cristian Espinosa. Ooh, he started out okay. so well, but he fell goals, off at the end of the season. 11 assists. Yeah, I, no, I, that is a crazy production rate. I think had he been able to maintain a consistent level, uh, at, especially at the end of the, the season, then absolutely, because he, he came out just on Fire, absolutely yes. on fire. It was so much fun to to watch. But I think because of the lack of production right. at the end of the season, he's also a forward help. on this. He's so a forward. Who do you right? Who do you take out? Okay. Who's the sub? Do you take Kucher out? <laughs> Kucher. I wouldn't. <laughs> Where's <laughs> Kucher? <laughs> <laughs> They're the likes of Brian White, Benteke Carranza, yeah, Carles Gil. I guess eleven goals, fifteen assists. But Gazdag. Also, he's one of the, these players. No Philly Union. No player Philly Union. No Orlando players as well, who finished second in in the East. So yeah, I mean, I think that there are some teams that are going to feel hard done but let's by. Let's be honest, and Sue, sure. you'll know just as much. Lucho Acosta, Thiago Amada, Double H, and Hani Hani Mukhtar. Double H. You take. Come on, you can't. Where would you put? 
God's dog on that list. It's just after Hani Mukhtar. No. I know. I know. I, the, the, the one guy on this list that I would consider replacing, I guess, would be Hani Mukhtar. Uh, only because, he, I mean, he, he still had. Maxwell also dropped off. He dropped off because, I guess, but they made the playoffs. They yeah. did. They did. But he had um, 15 goals this season. And he was, he's had three seasons of consecutively scoring 15 or more goals in, in MLS. And he's so integral to Nashville. I mean, we've talked about it so much on this show. Like, as Hani Mukhtar goes, Nashville goes. And so he's he's still a tremendous player. So I wouldn't – I could I could take him out of this and per, put perhaps a, a Gazdag in there, who I believe is criminally underrated in this league. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, Roman Berkey? Maybe you'd replace him? With who? With, I don't know. <laughs> with Gazdag? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's go no keeper. He'd be up for the challenge. Andre Blake? I mean, do you, is that how you get a Philadelphia Union player in in this best 11? I don't know. I feel like Philly deserved a player here. I think one thing we do in the NWSL that the MLS might have to consider is a first 11 and a second 11. They have so many players in the MLS, and we 24 players get recognized. Or, well, math ain't math, and 22 players get recognized mm-hmm. for what they do in our league. I think MLS may need to take note. Or we were talking earlier, an international best 11 versus American Oh, yeah, best dude. America versus everyone. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's actually a good point, though. There's 10 teams in NWSL, and they do 211s. There's, mm. what, 48? Yeah. Teams there no, I, think, I, think, <laughs> I actually think that's a... <laughs> if you give or take. I actually uh, think that's a, a, a really, really good idea. How do you guys feel about uh, Walker Zimmerman being included as a defender? I'm looking at of you. Of course, I know. <laughs> you it toasted me on this one. Uh, look, okay. Um, deserves it. Deserves a recognition. One of the better standout defenders. Um, Nashville only allowed 32 goals this season, I believe. I mean, their back line is, they are a defensive-minded team for sure. They've always been, they yeah. don't give up a lot of goals. When I think of Nashville, I think of two players, and they're both on this team. It's yeah. Honey Mukhtar and Walker Zimmerman. Uh, as much as I think Honey Mukhtar carries way too much of the workload offensively mm-hmm. for Nashville, I think Walker Zimmerman does the same thing defensively for this team. And, you know, we talked about as Honey goes is how Nashville goes. That's scoring. Mm-hmm. As Walker goes, Nashville goes defending-wise. Ready? Mm-hmm. For the snub game? Yes. Walker Zimmerman? Mm-hmm. Yeymar Gomez oh. Andrade. Wow. That's a good one. He was he was in line for Defender of the Year as ah, well. But he, he finished third, third, third in Defender of the Year. So. Yeah. How about this? That's Look, a great shout. Matt, Matt, Matt Miazga gets a red card uh-huh. in this best 11, and then we bring in him. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not a, a second best 11, but, but we have a bench. We um, have Andre Blake as our goalie. Look, I'm Andre Blake bench. should be on the bench. Absolutely. Yeymar. Okay. And I think... You know who makes who should make it in midfield as a bench player? Who? Wobodo. Oh. How about okay. Barriel? Barriel. Oh if, if you wanted to, if you yeah, and that's okay. Orlando would then be represented as well. The Facundo Torres. Actually, if we take the per capita of best 11s in NWSL with 10 teams, if we have 29, <laughs> we should have three best 11s, and then we get to bring all these players in. <laughs> um, I want to give some flowers though to a guy I'm really really happy for on this list, and that's Tim Parker. From mm-hmm. St. Louis, he has—he's an MLS veteran. He spent a ton of years with the New York Red Bulls. Was in Houston, now in in St. Louis, and he he just solidified that back line really, really well this year. He had four goals. He scored the very first goal hmm. for St. Louis in, in in MLS history, their MLS existence. A defender, um, and he's a really good guy. Actually, well. is that their first? Is that St. Louis's first ever pro soccer team? 
That's a great question. I feel like Ooh. I should know it, and I don't. He might have scored the first <laughs> ever professional soccer goal in well, Parker. history. Uh, uh, you know, when we finished third in the first World Cup ever, a lot of those players were from St. Louis. From St. Louis. St. Louis strong. We have our bench. Blake, Yeymar, Barrial, Woburo. I put Barrial twice. Uh, Gazda, Espinosa, and I guess Carles Hill. If you want oh, to and, Carles Hill. There. And Santi sure. Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> Good try. <laughs> David Villa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. We are going to take a break. We are going to be looking ahead to more of today's matches, specifically Group A, when we return. Don't go anywhere. The Parkin Stadium in Copenhagen. This is the land of fairy tales, remember? Garnacho with Hoyland free inside him. It's Garnacho though, and Hoyland has scored again. Oh, this is pretty much how he dreamt it last night. Oskarsson's there. Bocce! Copenhagen take the lead with a goal from somebody called Rooney. It's aimed towards the far post. The head is there from Harry Kane. Who else? And it's another bullet header from Harry Kane. Here is Tell trying to finish it. Kane will finish it. And there won't be any criticism now. A two-goal cushion for Bayern Munich and two goals for Harry Kane. Champions League match day five rolls on. And in Group A, here's how we're looking. Bayern Munich sitting on top of the table. They have already clinched their spot in the round of 16. They take on Copenhagen today. And Galatasaray and Manchester United also face off this afternoon. They are on four and three points respectively. So uh, I think it's time now to bring back our good friend, Charlie Davies. Hello, Charlie. Where are you right now? Hello, Charlie. Charlie. Oh, I'm at the world's most famous Cuban restaurant. I got outside of Cuba. <laughs> no, actually, probably. Probably, probably he's probably right, actually. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Okay, what are, you, what are your thoughts on uh, Galatasaray, Manchester United? You know, I think Manchester United just defensively are in shambles at the moment. Um, they're they're going to need a big performance from Onana and their back line, but uh, this is a, a big opportunity for Galatasaray to truly stake a claim in this group and say, hey, we're, we're progressing to the next round. Wilfred Zaha, they invested heavily in this squad, so Wilfred Zaha, former Man United Academy product, he, 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 there's a lot to play in this game for him. So... I could see this being a 2-2 match. That, that was my prediction. Um, I don't know if you all sent in your predictions to Jen, which she I did. kindly reminded everyone to yes, do. Yes, she I did, did. Okay. and I did. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think this is going to be a difficult match for United to, to, to walk away with three points. Do, do Manchester United, do they need to win in order to? 100%. Yeah, yeah. they have to win in order to, the, to stay alive. The only part that they I'm need worried to win. about is that uh, Galatasaray is, will be missing Davidson Sanchez, one of their starting center-backs, mm -hmm. and there was doubts after the press conference yesterday that their other starting center-back, center Karim Abdul-Bardakji, is out. So Ooh. without your first center-back pairing... Well, Davidson, tough. they're going to they're gonna need to replace Davidson Sanchez. That's going to be a big miss. Oh. 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 Oh, no. yep, he's, he's back. back. He's back. Is, back. Uh, is Rasmus Hoyland uh, healthy enough to start? Did they announce that yet? Mm, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> He's I, would I don't think he'll start. <laughs> Say that one more time, Charlie. I'm going out. I said <laughs> uh, Davidson Sanchez is probably the biggest miss. Yeah, and you said, Ho I mean, Hoyland, Hoyland, and this Hoyland's probably, 
he's a doubt for this game. Yeah. So I know he trained, but they haven't said whether he's starting or not. Do do Manchester United sort of live to see another day in Champions League? What was your prediction for this one? You're saying no? So, Charlie, quick question. I, I say no. <laughs> Don't do that to him. Don't do that. It's going in and out. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, we were supposed to talk about Group A in that segment. Oh, and yeah. he turned in. A whole two minutes to order a colada. Colada is literally a tiny shot of coffee. He was nervous. You, you guys were shouting at him. give you thimbles. You're supposed to. It's a window. It's, you're not supposed to wait your turn. You <laughs> saw was, that old he lady. He was managing a lot. He has the camera guy. He's got the producer in his ear. He's he here listening to you guys. Yeah. I know. He just wanted to enjoy his cafe con leche. Did you see the old lady just walk right past Charlie? She did. That's the vibe <laughs> of a window. She walked right past her. She did. As if there wasn't a camera. And that guy holding a microphone there. Was like, I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep, that's me. Mm. Um, okay, quickly, let's let's try to try to chat some soccer here. Um, we've got Bayern Munich, who are already through to the round of 16. Yep. They're taking on Copenhagen. But the last time these two teams faced off, it was it was a tough match for, for it Bayern. Was. It wasn't as easy as you in, would in, imagine. In Copenhagen, it's a little bit more difficult. But at the Allianz, where Bayern is on this record win streak in the group stage, 17 games in a row that they've won. I expect Bayern to beat Copenhagen. And the beauty of this is for Galatasaray, really, even if they just avoid defeat, it bodes well for them because they then go to Copenhagen. And if you can get that win at Copenhagen, you're in to the yeah. next stage. And who would have thought when this group was drawn that it was either Copenhagen or, or, or Galatasaray making the next stage? Yeah. I imagine, because I imagine... Bayern beating Manchester United in match day six as well. That's yeah. not going to be easy. Copenhagen, let's say, I, uh, tell me if you agree with me. They're the vibes FC of this Champions League competition. No? Sure. They absolutely. Maybe maybe going to Allianz, playing Bayern there is not going to be a, a, an easy time for them. But for Galatasaray to need to go to, to Copenhagen, they're top very, of the league. Very difficult. Very difficult. Top of the league uh, right now, even on points with um, FC Michelin. They play an exciting, electric uh, style of, of, of football. El Yunusi's having a great season. Achuari's having a good season. Oscarsson's having a great season. I love the way they play. They are not easy to beat at home, and they will go after you. They're not a sit-back and pragmatic style. They mm. will go after you. you. Galatasaray, if they don't walk away from today having already qualified or gotten close to it, they're not going to have can't. an easy task of it. They can't. Oh, they can't qualify. They haven't gotten close right, to it. Right, right. They're not going to have an easy task going. To, they're not going to be able to walk all over Copenhagen. Copenhagen will make it difficult for them. And I could see Copenhagen sneaking through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bayern taking on Copenhagen, 3 p.m. today on Paramount Plus. I have good news, guys. Charlie got his coffee. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Let's see it. Do we have it? Hey, there he is. <laughs> well done, Chuck. Right? <laughs> oh, that's Perfect. the stuff the dreams are made of right there. <laughs> Amazing. All right, guys. <laughs> Gave them the See the little cups? More <laughs> Champions League on the other side. Stay with us. Match day four in Group B. And welcome to North London. Here goes Saka. Saka! It is! He's so reliable for Kyle Saka. Look at the room here for Barrachea. The technique is terrific. The confidence is high. Mesmerizing. 
Welcome back. Champions League match day five rolls on today. Here's a look at the fixtures on tap. In Group B, we've got Sevilla taking on PSV. You can watch that game at 12.45 p.m. Eastern right here on the Galazzo Network. And Arsenal take on Lens at 3 p.m. with a win. Arsenal can clinch a spot in the round of 16. Alexis. Yes. Let's chat a little Arsenal. Please. Shall we? Because it's been a hot minute since uh -huh. they have competed in Champions League, but they are faring pretty well here so far this season. Um, how are you feeling about their chances? Um, wow. So we're on the top top of two tables. Mm -hmm. uh, Arsenal's on top of two tables. I think they're um, <laughs> I think they're doing I think they're doing great. Obviously, there's a, there was a rough loss to Lons mm -hmm. um, early on, uh, but that was that was in France. They're coming to Emirates, where there's obviously a whole new level of confidence. That massive win away at Brentford will do so much to inspire players like a Ramsdale. We don't know who's going to be in goal. It's looking like it might be Raya, but hopefully it's Ramsdale because he feels like he's at a confident level. Kai Havertz, who's starting to warm up. Fans are getting behind him. It's becoming somewhat of a of a much more positive atmosphere than I think it was early on in the season with the Kai Havertz signing. A lot of the signs point to this being sort of an easy day for Arsenal, but Arsenal also find a way to not make these types of things easy. So hopefully, you know, just the, the music, the Champions League music playing at the Emirates will get everyone a little bit going, you know? How could it not? The goalkeeper situation, who's, who played in the last four was, games for Arsenal in the Champions League in the group stage? That's a great question. The last game they had was... Raya got a run in. Yeah, Raya played all of them. He played all of them, yeah. all four. I think he's going to go with Raya again. I think this, this Ramsdale cameo was simply because of the loan. Yeah, he couldn't play against Brentford. And look, it's... Early on, there was a lot of questions as to why you bring a guy like Raya in on loan, by the way. It's not even a purchase. There is a, there's an opportunity to purchase. But uh, why you bring a guy like him on loan when you have a player you spent so much money on who seemingly became a bit of the heart and soul, and I think he directed Arsenal in a way, gutted them forward in a way that Leno wasn't really doing, who was much more of a quiet uh, goalkeeper. And you could see that Ramsdale was getting the fans behind him, got the players behind him, was much more vocal to that back line. Raya is a better shot stopper. Uh, than Ramsdale. Ramsdale finds a way to, to be a bit more theatrical in his saves, so they make the highlight reels. But if you look at the straight data, Raya is just a better shot stopper. A better distributor? You could say mm -hmm. that. I don't know that I would just yet. I haven't seen enough of Raya on Arsenal to suggest that he's better at it than Ramsdale is. But they're, they both have shaky moments. Ramsdale yeah, did they look... Ha they have had they, both yeah, shaky moments. They both right. have had shaky moments. So if you're, if you're Arteta... You don't want this to become, a, oh, half the fans want this player to start, half the fans want this player to start. You need to settle. So for me, you put in Raya because of that. But hopefully whoever he puts in takes the opportunity to make, it, make that position their own, which I don't think anyone has yet. Lo, from a, a teammate perspective, have you been on a side where there has been kind of a, a goalkeeper controversy and maybe one is sort of falling out of favor or, or losing confidence? What, what is that like? And as a teammate, how do you kind of – rally around them mm -hmm. and, and, and make one not feel lesser than the other. Like, how do you manage that as a I, teammate? First, when you were saying the, from the fan point of view, it's even from a back line point of view, you want consistency behind you, whether mm -hmm. it's a crazy person or someone that's really calm, <laughs> whether they're really good on the ball or whether they're going to launch it every time. You need that consistency. And I think, especially in this moment, if Arsenal – needs if they win and they're through you need a win right now so you need that consistency and 
as a player, I mean, we did just go through that this year, and we had strong – each keeper we had that was battling for the spot had strong suits on each end. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's the manager's decision, and almost I think it should be a center back's decision because they're the ones that Ooh, have to deal with them. I the like most. that. That's, I've never heard that before. That's actually awesome. Yeah, who would Gabriel Magalhaes and William Saliba want? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that is a really good point. Alexis, how would you grade – Arsenal's Champions League return so far because you mentioned it they're on top of two tables right yeah. now which is pretty impressive and Sounds sometimes like me at the nightclub <laughs> <laughs> I saw you twerk, <laughs> 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 twerk. Hey. a stable table <laughs> imagine that with a bottle of Grey Goose um, it, it's tough to it's tough to give a grade one I'm very open about being an Arsenal fan so it's hard for me to say these things because I'm one of those that I don't count a win until the final whistle is blown and the ref has walked off the pitch. I'm like, he's not coming back, is he? Um, so for me, it's difficult to give a grade, but so far I'd say it's a B plus. You started off slow, mm-hmm. but you've been able to sort of correct course. And when I think of Arsenal and the way they played last season, they were electric, they were scoring early. That's not happening this season, but they're gutting games out this season. They're finding ways to win where last season they were a little bit softer. So to Coming to this season, I was. You think last year they were a little bit softer? Yeah. You don't. You don't. Last year they were tearing teams apart early, and look what happened towards the end of right. the season. Yeah. And they felt, but this year they haven't been tearing teams apart. No, no. but they've been finding ways to win. They've been finding okay. dirty ways to win. They, not dirty. They've been finding yeah non-conventional ugly, right? ugly they, ways. They, to they win. get it done. Yes, they get it done, and that's something that I don't think I would have said about the team, and certainly not in the second half of the season. So. I was a little worried about that team last season going into Champions League because this is a much tougher competition, and you go away, as we saw in Lawns, the atmospheres are different. Mm -hmm. It's not as easy. You're not going to Goodison Park here for a regular regular season match. This is, for for a team like Lawns, this is really all they have this season, and they showed it. They showed that they have the quality, and they showed that the fans were going to get behind the team. So now that it's a bit of a grittier team, I'm going to give them a B plus because I think they're built a bit more for this competition and for what might come for them in, uh, in the, Very fair. In the uh, Premier League. Thank you. Good job. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Arsenal Lawns, 3 p.m. today on Paramount+. Plus. All right, we're going to take a break. Um, we are chatting some MLS Cup playoffs and the Houston Dynamo and their remarkable season. That's coming up next. Houston fans raring to go. Raucous atmosphere. The scene is set. What a match we've got in store. Hector Herrera delivers with the left foot. It's there! Hector Herrera puts it on a platter. What a header by Escobar. Gaddy Kinder with that quick pass. Carlo Polito in on goal. Polito! Still there for Shadowy. Off the line. First time cross, a good one. Shadowy! And a massive save from Clark. It's all over! The Houston Dynamo are headed to the Western Conference Final. Welcome back to Morning Footy. Only three matches remain until an MLS Cup champion is crowned. And this weekend brings about the conference finals. And in the West, it's going to be LAFC hosting the Houston Dynamo, who have been kind of a dark horse team throughout these playoffs. But they've won a trophy already this season. They beat Inter-Miami in the U.S. Open Cup final. They beat Sporting Kansas City in order to get to the conference final low. You were there. You yeah. were at that match in Houston. Yeah, I had bird's eye view. I was the last row, so I got to see Where? Everything. Where on the stadium were you? <laughs> oh, see, 
It's not even pictured because the camera is <laughs> below me, actually. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm probably right behind this camera because we were this back corner, um, top of the row. I could see the parking lot. I could see Dallas from there. It was, <laughs> it was great being all the way up there. It was freezing. Right. The That's Houston's Eiffel Tower. You got was, to visit. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I was so grateful then to watch sporting, you know not make it through, but I can be neutral here because I will say I thought Houston was a better team that mm -hmm. game, and I think that's why, I mean, talking about handballs, we can go into that decision again, but I think from the sporting side, they were so disappointed that they did not play well that you don't see them complaining about that handball. They had other opportunities, and if they played their hard outs, yeah, they maybe would be bringing up the handball more, but at the end of the day, Houston is the better team, and Hector, jeez, even from that angle, that man does everything. I'm mm. a huge fan, and he rightly so is on best 11. What has been behind the resurgence of Ache Ache this season? Because when he came to the Houston Dynamo last year, it, this, it was a, a different version of him. He did not look inspired. Putting lightly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yeah. uh, but it's been a completely different story. I mean, he has been one of the best players in the league. This, it's just, it's just a man re-energized. Look at these numbers that he's put up this season. Uh, five goals, 19 assists. He is the, the engine of the, the Houston Dynamo. What, what makes him so good? What do, you, what do you think has been the difference, Lo? To be honest, I think maybe he's just, he has a goal now. You know, mm -hmm. last year when he came a little bit later, he thought it was going to be easy. He came into the team. He didn't really know, you know, what what the vibe was, what the culture was. So he was just kind of walking through. Everybody knows he's a world-class player. I mean, mm -hmm. he comes from one of the top teams. He's, he's a world-class player. So when he came in and, yeah, people were disappointed, he just didn't know his role. To start from preseason, to become – to be with the team from the beginning, that's when you grow into your role. And he took this team. He said, here, I have a spot for you right on my back. Hop on mm -hmm. and we'll take you through. And from a player perspective, everybody else outside of Houston, you don't want Houston win. You never want one team to win numerous championships. So everybody right now is saying, Hector, Houston, you guys are great. You got your open cup. Now let us take it from here. They uh, really galvanize that midfield. And I think, obviously, when he's the one leading the line and offering change in dynamic, but also order, paired him alongside with Alberto Carrasquilla, they found the best version of themselves. Mm -hmm. Throw in, uh, I mean, Bassi into the mix. Um, Nelson Quinones has been sensational, I think, for such a player that went under the radar mm -hmm. in the transfer window, uh, coming from the Colombian League. Um, he's done pretty well. And Ben Olsen has given this team an identity. You know what you're going to get, a hardworking team. Perhaps they've struggled to get certain results, and that's why they were mid-table. Um, nonetheless, I feel like this Houston project, it's not done yet. If they had a couple more parts, they could they they will improve and and you would imagine that's what Ben Olsen and that's what uh, Onstad, the GM of Houston, is going for to make it even stronger, 100%. make it even better. This is a this is a team that has historically been dominant in Major League Soccer. Soccer. They won back to back MLS Cups in 2006, 2007. And when I spoke to Ben Olsen at the U.S. Open Cup final, he talked about wanting to bring the team back to those sort of those glory days, and he felt a, a huge amount of pressure to be the guy 
to do it. And considering how his coaching tenure went at D.C. United, I mean, he was beloved in mm-hmm. D.C. already as a player. And he, he did win the U.S. Open Cup with them, but he it, it, the success never came as a manager in the way that you would want it to. And so for him to now be managing at Houston Dynamo, there were a lot of eyebrows raised when this appointment was made. People questioned the decision. And I feel like this is this is such a moment for him uh, to kind of say, like, silence the the haters. Yes. Yeah. Say, look, no, I can I can do this. I am a good manager. And perhaps there was so, just so much pressure in D.C. because of his history there. And it's kind of like this fresh start. Um, but to already have a trophy, to be, uh, you know, in the final four in the MLS Cup playoffs, it's pretty remarkable, Alexis. It has to be. Uh, and I'm actually going to be in L.A., so hopefully I get a chance to go to this oh, game. Mm-hmm. But when you think of Ben Olsen, you think of just how close he was to the situation at D.C. You know, goes from player to coach pretty quickly. And was he successful? Did he deserve the amount of time he got there? That's up to other people to decide. You did win a U.S. Open Cup. When he gets hired at Houston, you mentioned it was like, is this the right guy? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, he proved on the pitch. He is that guy. He is that guy. <laughs> he beats Messi in a final. Now he's taking this team Messi who, didn't play in the final. Well, you know what I mean. Yes. Uh, Messi being Sorry, another nickname Messi for Miami, Miami. Uh, But he's, he's taking this team further than I think either one of us thought. And I, looked at, I looked at Hector Herrera's heat map. It's literally the entire midfield from box to box. He's got Hector Herrera, who's what, 33, 34 years old? He's got him playing as a, as a 6 8 10. <laughs> It's absolutely incredible. I don't know what has inspired this change. You asked that early in the segment, mm-hmm. Suze, and I think only Hector Herrera can tell you what that is. But whatever it is, do it. I don't care if he's eating a certain chicken sandwich before he begins. Yep. Whatever it is, do it forever because he's clearly <laughs> dialed the clock back. It's incredible. It is incredible. Look at these odds <laughs> on the side for, for Houston to, to win it all. Plus 800. And that's just two games. Yeah. Maybe. Mm, I'm sorry. No, so <laughs> no. The inch. Every Houston fan is like, "Don't do you it." No. LAFC favorite to win over Bro, Cincinnati. Bro, you know that's what that actually is. surprising. You've but they are the defending uh, champs. I don't know. BMO, what is it? BMO Park. B- Which one is it? <laughs> the other BMO, the, the, the Bank of California. <laughs> You've been to LAFC Stadium. It is a wild atmosphere. It's going to be crazy for a that thirty-two fifty-two. I was there they for the traffic in the playoffs, and that was trying to get free tickets. Somebody get him to that game. Yeah, get him to that game. How many times do I have to mention this game before you guys? I want to be in the VIP lounge. Can someone get me? Will there? with the pool? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got that little like. Do they have the pool? Oh, it's like a. You can't really get in, but you could dip uh, in. Is that a challenge, Sus? I'll twerk in. We'll the make pool. it a challenge. You've seen me. Do. I, I, I thought, I thought you weren't allowed well. huh? I thought you weren't allowed back into that suite after the bathroom incident. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's right. All right, we're going to take a break. Um, we've got plenty more to come on Morning Footy when we return after a quick timeout. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back. Here's a look at your Wednesday footy fix. Champions League action continues at 12.45 p.m. Galatasaray taking on Manchester United. You can watch that match on the Galazzo Network. Bayern Munich hosting Copenhagen and Real Madrid will face Napoli. And elsewhere in La Liga, Mallorca taking on Cadiz at 3 p.m. You can watch that match on ESPN+. And we also have some games in Brazil. 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 That's Brazil. a big one. That's a big one for the title. Flamengo. Fight. Yeah. Umingo? 
against Ugal. Okay. How about that? There you go. I love it. Paramount Plus, baby. Um, all right, it's prediction time. We're going to go through some of these uh, Champions League matches and give our predictions. We're going to start in Group A. Galatasaray hosting Manchester United. Alexis, I'm going to yeah. start with you over there. What is your prediction for uh, this? I'm going to go with Galatasaray at home. Uh, probably shouldn't because mm-hmm. I, think, I think Manchester United, uh, especially if Galatasaray are missing some of their center backs, uh, it's going to be tough. But that atmosphere, 12th, 12th player on the pitch, is going to be that atmosphere. So I give it to them. Lo, who you got? I think because both teams, I think, are going to be struggling defensively, I kind of think there might be a lot of goals. So let's, let's even put a number on it. Oh, let's yeah. get like 2-2. Two, two. Ooh, a little draw. A little draw, but plenty of entertainment. Mm-hmm. I agree with Lowe. This is going to be a very emotional game. Torrential downpour in Istanbul at the moment. Refs Ooh. are out on the field bouncing the ball to see if, if the rain is properly draining in the stadium. Oh my. It's all being set up to be a dramatic match. We know the history between these two teams. Draw is, is, is a good result for Galatasaray. Mm-hmm. If they can only get it done, match day six. Uh, so draw, big game. Probably the most important in their history. Ooh. That is important. Um, I, 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 too, am going to go draw, and I'm not just copying Lo because she's awesome. Um, I, do, I was thinking a draw for this one. Also, I feel so bad. Our friend Poppy Miller is at this match, and just she's going to be standing out there in the elements. Poppy doesn't like rain. No. Yeah. Does she not? Well, the, she's the from hair. England. It's the hair thing. <laughs> we both have extensions, and it just doesn't cooperate in those type of You have extensions? <laughs> this is no, not you no. color your hair? <laughs> Wow. Uh, can we get the breaking news <laughs> extension? Where is it? Where is our graphic? <laughs> it's not all real. It's mine in the sense that I bought it. So yeah, there. Nice. That's hey. yours. That's what I you said. Do. Not all of us get to own our hair. Thank we just you. get to have it. That's, That's right. pretty dope. That's right. <laughs> None of us said Manchester United. No, we did not. You're right. Uh. Alexis, draw, draw, draw. We'll see. They are coming off a three 0 win over Everton this week, so they had they have a little bit of momentum. I don't know. I just think it's such a tough place to to play, and there's so much pressure on them right now. I, I think a, a draw seems seems reasonable. All right, let's move it along uh, to the other Group A match: Bayern Munich hosting Copen, Copenhagen. I always say Copenhagen. Copenhagen. Yeah, it's Copenhagen. Copenhagen. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> I like got that. told that. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, how do we see this one going? Nico, we'll start with you this time. Bayern, three one. Three. Even though they're already Bayern. they're already through to the round of 16. Bayern. Bayern. Yeah. I'm going to say Bayern, too, and, and I think, too, just because Harry Kane right now is just scoring to score. So wild. I I did have either 3-0 or 3-1 mm-hmm. give Copenhagen <laughs> one goal. But, yes, Bayern for sure in this yeah. one. <laughs> I say, dude, I, I want to pick Kubenhagen. Um <laughs> But I'm going to go with a draw. No. I think Copenhagen. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Copenhagen. Uh, I think they'll make it. I think they can make this uh, this this group a little bit more fun. I'm going with the draw as well because I don't think I don't think Bayern are they're they're already they're yeah. through. I don't know. Maybe they just take their foot off the gas a, a wee German bit. Paper. Harry Kane yeah. will still score yeah. a goal, but I'm, I'm I can see like a one-one draw. This is this. like taking a test your senior year after you've already graduated. Yeah. You're like, Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about? Uh, Real Madrid and Napoli. Lo, we'll start with you this time. I am going to say it's not if Bellingham scores, it's when. And I, you know, I'm just going to give him some credit. So let's go with Madrid. Mm-hmm. I want Madrid to win this one. What do you think of this, the, the Selly? I think, on it, I love it. Mm-hmm. I think anytime someone celebrates a goal, like that is your moment. You just put the team on your back in that and do whatever mm-hmm. you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
more or less. But yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I think mine was the most. You can't pass that one. Like the NFL player went to all four. You're pushing it. You're a pushing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You've gone really too good. far. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who you got? Uh, I think it's. Um, I'm gonna go Real Madrid. How do you how do you pick against Real Madrid? Yeah, at the agreed. Bernabeu. In the Bernabeu. Yeah. Are you not entertained? <laughs> and Walter Mazzari not convincing. The first half went pretty well, but that second half not mm-hmm. in the game because at the weekend they won. They won over the weekend. Yeah, I know, but they weren't convincing. Not convincing. Half. No, no, no. Yeah, they they won, but Madrid. <laughs> Okay, um, I'm gonna go. Oh God, am I so? I'm like, I think this could be a draw as well. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Madrid. I'll go Madrid. Yes. Wow. Jude scoring. Oh no, I picked two the same as Sue's. I know. Done <laughs> <and cooked. laughs> God, I am. I am like the ultimate mush at this desk. Uh, Lo, it has been wonderful to have you. You're Thank coming you back tomorrow, right? Are we getting you to twerk now too? Hey. <laughs> Y'all can't join, handle it. Join the Patreon. Oh hey, my gosh! Have hey, a great day, hey. everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>